Three o'clock, good afternoon. The N2 freeway between Matuba Tuba and Kwamasani, northern KwaZulu Natal, has been reopened after protesters earlier blocked it with rocks and burning tires. Police say the people were protesting about a lack of water services in the area. They set a community hall in the area on fire before police managed to disperse the crowd. Minot police and protesting students are in a tense standoff at the University of the Western Cape's Chris Honey residence. Students have set tires and university property alight. Police in full riot gear and university security are standing by ready to fire rubber bullets and stun grenades to quell more violent attacks. Students went on the rampage this morning with three being arrested so far. Protesting UWC students have meanwhile set alight rubble and cardboard outside the residence. Beren Moss reports. A large group of students is gathered on a field next to the Krishani residence where a small fire is burning. There's a heavy police presence on campus, armed police in riot gear, keeping a close eye on the students. The rest of the university is shut down and the main student centre has been boarded up. Final year students today wrote exams at campus. Protesting University of Johannesburg workers and students are continuing with demonstrations in a park near the Kingsway campus in Auckland Park. This after talks with management broke down on Friday. Workers want to be employed by the university while the students are demanding the scrapping of registration fees. Wisano Makubela reports. The protesting group met with management last Thursday and Friday, hoping to reach an agreement. UJ management has said the insourcing of workers will start in March next year. Cleaning staff, however, will only be directly employed in 2017. The workers are not happy that security guards, who are not even part of the strike, will be the first to benefit. They are in discussion with protesting students to decide on the way forward. The Ministry of Higher Education has welcomed the University of Stellenbosch's commitment to review its language policy. The university said last week it would use English as its language of instruction in future. Minister Bladen Zimande says the decision is a demonstration of a real commitment to transformation. He says language must not be led to the exclusion of fellow students. Meanwhile, a minute of silence has been held across France and other European countries in memory of the 100. 29 people killed in terror attacks in Paris on Friday night. French police have carried out 168 raids, while Belgian police are raiding a Brussels suburb after it became known that some of the attackers had lived there. French Interior Minister Bernard Casneuve says 104 people have been placed under house arrest and that weapons seized included AK-47 assault rifles, automatic pistols and rocket launchers. The, the searches were in Toulouse, Lyon and all throughout the agglomeration of France. Not a single territory of the Republic will be neglected or left alone within a maximum alert. 24 individuals have been detained. We have also found mobile phones and telecommunication means which would have been used. Meanwhile, French authorities have meanwhile identified two more of the attackers. The BBC's Hugh Schofield reports. One of the men who blew themselves up at the Stade de France had a Syrian passport bearing the name Ahmed El Mohammed. It's not established that the passport is genuine, so this might not be the actual identity of the attacker. But what is now official is that this man came to Europe with migrants via the Greek island of Leros in early October. The fingerprints of the dead man match those taken by the Greek authorities. The other identified man is Sami Amimur, aged 28.
Your top story this hour, the N2 freeway between Matuba-Tuba and Kwamasani, northern KwaZulu-Natal, has been reopened after protesters earlier blocked it with rocks and burning tyres. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Velitham. I'll be back with more news details at 4.